Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to the first of the 2023 Supercoach team previews. I've got Nom with me, mate. Nom, how are you? Very well, mate. I'm interested to hear what this first one is, aka your wooden spoon team of the 2023 season. So we're obviously going to start with the team 17, and it still trips me out to say 17 instead of 16, but it is what it is. Uh, and you'll be along for some of the ride here. I think we're going to get you in on the on the teams that we really like talking about. I'll obviously have you on the Knights one. You'll be on my Eels one to cool, hose me down. All the top teams. <laughs> yeah, the top teams, that's right. So, look, mate, we're going to start with the Wooden Spooners. Unfortunately, every season there is a team that has to be last. And this year, it's actually pretty easy. When I stacked up all the teams and did the previews, there was one team where, you know, we're talking about real-world life things here. The proverbial, the proverbial uh, red flag. You know, we talk about someone who's got red flags. This team just has red flags all over them. Dragons fans, don't get into my mentions. It is the St. George Illawarra Dragons number 17. On Initial thoughts hearing the Dragons is in the, in the spoon spot. The Dragons? I, I oh, didn't didn't expect the Dragons, uh, you know, because every year they sort of... There's a period where they're, you know, firmly in the top eight and then it all sort of... They just shit the bed towards the end of the year. Um, but the Dragons, okay, I, I thought you were going to say, you know... Like the Tigers or one of your 2022 mentions, but uh, Dragons. Okay, let's hear what, what what you got. Look, I'm sure as we go through it and we start talking about some of the things around the around the team before we go super coach related, I think you'll you'll start buying into it. So let's go with the Pritchard 17 because it probably starts there. So we got Toro Sloan at fullback. We got uh, Fiegi and Ravalaba on the wings. Moses Suli and Zach Lomax in the centers. Jaden Sullivan at six with Ben Hunt. A front row of Blake Laurie, Jacob Little, and Michael Molo. A back row of Jack Bird, Jaden Sewer, Jack DeBellin. And a bench of Moses Embai, Francis Molo, Josh Kerr, and Aaron Woods with the coach Anthony Griffin. So straight off the bat, Nom, the, probably the biggest one is your guy from last year, Talatau Amon, should have been the number six. Should have been prepped for a breakout season, but looks like he probably may not see any game time. That's probably the biggest hit to this roster so far. Mm. Yeah, it's all those sort of uh, it's all that tension between the young guns and the coaches, isn't it? I mean, who you had at fullback there, Tyro Sloan? Yeah, had Sloan in there, but Moses Mbai, while he's still on this roster, you know, if Hook yeah. is coaching for his position, he'll he'll flick Sloan in two seconds if he needs to. Yeah, but then we look at this side. So obviously, Talatel Mo is a huge loss, and we'll come to it in Super Coach, obviously. But in terms of this side, really, when you take out Ben Hunt. Who's the next guy you really go, that's a guy that I like. We're going to obviously talk about the guns in a second, but who's who's anyone else in this roster where you're going, this is an exciting player for the for the future or the current of this Dragon side? Because I look at it now, there's guys that we've, you know, we've flirted with in the past, you know, Zach Lomax, Ravalava, you know, in the front row, Jaden Zua, Jack Bird. But this is just a this team is a lot of, you know, four out of tens, five out of tens. And, you know, I just think that it's so, when I think back to the awards, I think the awards, player awards night that they had, and Ben Hunt and three other players were there, and everyone else was on holidays or didn't yes. go. Just very problematic. And, you know, there's no, if you, when you look at the reserves, you know, you obviously got Amon, who we'll talk about, Cody Ramsey, who is under an injury cloud, may not even play. You got Moga, you got the other Fiagi, you know, you got Zane Musgrove, Jaden Hunt. Just there's no one to come in and spark it. This just seems like a very dread roster to me. And probably 
if we had to do the game of who's got the you know most exciting and least exciting rosters, this would probably be last. Yeah, no, you got a point. Um, I I totally forgot about the whole off season. How you know only three players show up to their award nights. It probably doesn't have you mentioned their red flags. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at this roster. They're pretty shallow in their hooking uh, stock as well. Who do we have penciled in for that starting? Is it Jacob Little? Or yeah, so Jacob Jacob, Jacob Little's on a slot straight in there. You would think it yeah. would have been Sullivan. I would have thought if uh, a moment was still there, but now Little will go from potentially a bench role or in the reserves to the starting nine. Moses and at a pinch can go into the 14 jersey. But yeah. you look at halves, the half depth now. Half, there's no depth in the halves now. If either Sullivan or Hunt go down, they're down to Moses and by playing six probably. If Jacob Little goes down, Moses and by is probably playing nine. And if Tyrell Sloan goes down, Moses and by is playing one. It's literally <laughs> down to Moses and by. And that's who, you know, we'll start there from a super coach point. I'm, I said it last year and it proved out to be you got a couple of decent games out of him. Moses Mbai is going to be, he's going to play for this season. And I know he's getting up there in age and we don't know who he's going to play in what positions. But look at this roster, Nom. He's going to get game time because there's no one else. I guess Zach Lomax could maybe go to fullback and we could try that experiment again. But there's just a lot of questions in this roster right now. Yeah, 100%. I think, yeah, look, Zach Lomax, he... He's had a few years of, you know, where he's sort of, he's pushing for that sort of, that that top tier spot in the centres. But I think it's, uh, he, we've seen flashes of him with him in his flick pass and his aerial skills, you know, it's un, you know, not, no one can doubt him. But um, I guess in terms of consistency, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's probably not there. And he's, it's, aside from Ben Hunt, like you said, um. Yeah, not don't see much other sort of um, superstar potential in this team, unfortunately. Then you think about, you know, a good forward pack at least will get you going. You've got Blake Laurie, the Molo brothers, uh, Josh Kerr, Aaron Woods, Zane Musgrove. I like the back row of Burton, so I think it is underrated with DeBellin, who, you know, is DeBellin, another yeah. season in, but, you know, another year older as well. It just seems like Anthony Griffin's going to be coaching for his spot at the start. Uh, and you know, like I said, guys like Sloan, Fiegi, Sullivan, Little, all these guys that you know, if he needs to flick it straight away and go to a different option, you know, he will. Yeah, well, you talk about rebuilds. I mean, with this Dragons team, they very much seem to be at sort of crossroads now. You, do you stick with Griffin or, or do you sort of just you know, cut your losses and actually, you know, um, I guess give sort of blood these sort of young guns um, and have a coach that's you know, not playing for his, um, I guess, playing for his job week after week. It honestly reminds me of the Tigers a couple of years ago when Tigers had a really bloated roster. You had guys like, um, you had Russell Packer, you had Josh Reynolds, you know, some of these guys that just were on absorbent contracts. You know, it was a team that had a lot of nothing and it took them a couple of years to get some players off the books, some Key signings like Adam Dewey from the Rabbits, things like that. So I think they're in that spot. But let's go straight to the Super Coach now because I think it's probably the easiest and the quickest one. I've got <laughs> one gun, and that's with a little asterisk. That's Ben Hunt. I think Ben Hunt is going to be, a, as he always does, a really good Super Coach player. But my fear is all the attack is going to be funneled through Ben Hunt this year. There's no what. There's no telltale moan to kind of unless Jaden Sullivan is going to just um, break out here. If I'm another team, am I not just rushing every defender I have or running the second row or 20, 30 times at Ben Hunter game to tire him out? Who else besides Ben Hunter is even 
potentially going to be a gun? Who's someone that you could potentially see be a gun? Uh, I'm I'm going to say Zach Lomax again. I think, you know, given Ben Hunt is probably, or he definitely is the main attacking focal point, I can see just lots of aerials straight to Zach Lomax. Um, he is a goal kicker for this team, you know. We're not saying he's going to, you know, kick, uh, convert 10, 10 tries a game, but, you know, uh, I think, you know, Zach Lomax, he, he, there's definitely upside for him. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, I, I think aside, yeah, it's Ben Hunt and Zach Lomax. And then it's, I think it's daylight for me personally. Yeah, I think it's Ben Hunt, then a tear down, Zach Lomax, a tear down, and then maybe Jack Bird, Jaden Sewer yeah. on an the edge. Bellin, yeah. That's it. Yeah, DeBellin. Look, DeBellin, he's, I think he's got the duel again this year. So that will. If he's got duel, that makes it interesting. Yeah. And then the only other one I'd maybe throw in there is Fiegi looked like a try scorer last year. So if he was able to get some run, but again, it's such a weird team to kind of predict. And if we're going to the avoids, well, I think number one is Amon. I think if anyone's going to try and, you know, thinks he's going to blow over or in draft, you know, you go a cheeky you know, seventh, eighth round pick on him. Look, I think from what we've seen with the stand down policy, if we see him on the park is probably the question. So I'd say definitely an avoid on him. Anyone else? I think, you know, I think people will be very high on Sullivan. Uh, obviously, stepping into that Amon role from last year and how he did really well last year. He is very cheap in classic as well. I just want to kind of see how Griffin coaches him because uh, that does worry me. And then I think the other one is Tyrell Sloan. So he is uh, going to be a jewel again this year and guys like having the fullbacks in the center wings. But again, it won't surprise me one second in round three, Moses and buys in the number one jersey or Zach Lomax in the one jersey. So they're probably the ones I'd be steering really clear on. Is there anyone that you else would have there? Are we st- people that we're steering clear of? Yeah. Um, Obviously, I, I think the guys we're... like Blake Laurie, Molo, you're not really touching any of those guys. Maybe a Suli uh, or Ravalava, maybe? Yeah, potentially. But, yeah, I, I think there's just a lot of sort of uncertainty, especially with Hook, I guess, playing for his, his job. You know, you can't really bank on Tyrell Sloan keeping his position or, or I guess, Moses definitely securing one of those um 80 minute spots that that we need him to play so i think just with all that uncertainty there's just a bit of um you know with some of the um spine positions i there's yeah i think there's with that uncertainty I, i'd stay away from those ones yeah look they've got the buy in round one so if you if you have a drag in your team they're not going to score any points in round one and obviously every team will get a buy but it's just a very predictable start that a team that I think will come last isn't going to help you in that first round when you want to get that win on the board. So put it this way, Nom. I I can see myself having Ben Hunt. There is, if I quickly go to my rankings that we've just uh, obviously done in the in the list with halfback, I've got Ben Hunt as halfback number eight. So even, even then, I still have seven other guys ahead of him. So it's one of those seasons where Zach Lomax, I had at number wow, pre wait, where have I got him? Pretty low, I think. I've got him at number twenty. So even with the goal kicking, so this is what I mean. This they're the two guys I would want, and there's seven other halfbacks and nineteen other centers I would want before them. So I think this is a year where I don't touch any dragons. I just watch from afar, and you know, again, it's been a few years where we haven't touched a dragon. Let's be honest. 
Look, I picked the Cowboys last year for the spoon, and look where they went. So it could work out that Ben Hunt brains it and slowed his best fullback in the comp in two months, but I think I'll pick the Dragons last, and everyone else can have the Dragons in our draft league, mate. Sounds like a plan. You and me, we're both in that. <laughs> well, look, we'll leave it there. That's the first team off the blocks. we got another 16 to go. So thanks for joining us, Nob. Always a pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great day, and we'll hear from you soon. Cheers.